Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. It's Monday, September 18th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. An overwhelming majority of head brewers in the U.S. are men, despite the industry's rapid growth over the past few years. Some in the St. Louis area want to change that. Let's figure this out in this male-dominated industry, white, bearded, male-dominated industry. How can we make it a little more diverse and how can we make it more welcoming to everybody else? Coming up, we'll profile two area brewers who are working to break beer's glass ceiling. Missouri's auditor says it would be a good idea to audit the state's children's division, which is tasked with investigating allegations of child abuse and neglect. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, it may not be a quick process. State Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick says it's been a long time since the Children's Division faced a state audit. And especially as it struggles to hire and retain investigators in St. Louis, the GOP official says a review of the agency would be worthwhile. An audit could certainly uh, help inform policymakers and legislature on what steps they could take. But since his office has a number of required audits to do, Fitzpatrick says he doesn't have the staffing available to immediately launch what he calls a discretionary audit of the Children's Division. A spokeswoman for the Department of Social Services, which oversees the Children's Division, says her agency is always willing to collaborate with public officials. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis officials want to make city streets safer through red light and speed cameras. Mayor Tashara Jones, Board of Alderman President Megan Green, and others will outline proposed legislation this morning. City officials say roughly 480 communities throughout the country are using the automated systems to reduce dangerous driving. They add the technology saves police time and resources. The mayor's office announced earlier this year that it was exploring the option of bringing back the cameras. They were decommissioned in 2015 after the Missouri Supreme Court ruled the city's red light camera program was unconstitutional. St. Louis will reap the benefits of an urban tree planting program. Under the Inflation Reduction Act, the budget for the national initiative is $1.5 billion. U.S. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack announced the funding in Iowa. We know that this program will not only create jobs itself, but also will spur additional economic development, which is always uh, important, and we'll be advancing equity. St. Louis will receive $8 million for a similar project. The city of Bellefontaine neighbors will get $1 million to revitalize community parks, Kansas City will receive $12 million to strengthen the urban forest canopy. St. Louis University hospital nurses are planning their first-ever strike next week. Union officials say the one-day walkout will occur a week from today through 7 a.m. the next day. The nurses recently approved the action in a strike authorization vote. They have been negotiating with SSM Health since May. The key issues include staffing shortages and nurse retention, The nurses are also calling for an increased focus on workplace violence prevention. Missouri and Illinois ranchers can expect higher prices for their cattle in the coming months. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports, that does not necessarily mean higher profits. A new report from the University of Missouri shows that agricultural economists around the country believe beef prices will continue to go up in the coming months. Report author Scott Brown says while those prices are up, 
the cost for cattle feed is even higher. Here's where the input side is, is tougher for especially beef cows in particular because hay is in such short supply. We're, we're paying you know, record prices in many cases for hay. This means beef prices at the grocery store will also continue to go up. Overall, the report suggests that most farmers will be profitable next year, but economic pressure is growing and total agricultural income will be down from 2022's record highs. In Rala, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. University of Illinois researchers are pointing to a relationship between air pollution from wildfires and increased rates of suicide in some groups. They say elevated levels of fine particulate matter in the air cause monthly suicide rates to rise by 1.5% on average in rural areas. White men between 25 and 64 are affected the most. The study found no relationship between wildfire smoke-induced air pollution and suicide in urban areas among any demographic group. St. Louis is a beer city, and like other industries, it's slowly making strides and placing more diversity in leadership positions. Two local female head brewers are facing the challenges of an industry trying to become more inclusive. That includes Third Wheel Brewing's Abby Spencer, who likes to show off the operation in St. Peter's. This is where like the magic happens in terms of we're converting starch to sugar, we're creating wort, which will eventually become beer. She has a background in education and is using that experience to teach others about the male-dominated industry and the push for change. Yeah, women can brew. Of course we can brew, just like we can do anything else. Spencer says in the beginning, Third Wheel Ownership was intrigued with hiring a female brewer. Having that as almost a shtick. Little did they know I had no interest in the shtick. I had no interest in discussing my gender. She took a different approach after a friend who was working on Third Wheel's branding made a convincing argument. Not only are you the head brewer and you're outstanding, but you keep hiring other women. And the women in the industry look to you. It's really important to them that they can see you and know that there's opportunity there. Serving as a role model for women is a significant step, but Spencer says even more work is needed. Let's figure this out in this male-dominated industry, white, bearded, male-dominated industry. How can we make it a little more diverse, and how can we make it more welcoming to everybody else? The Industry Trade Group Brewers Association is monitoring the issue. Its most recent research shows 92 percent of brewers at member businesses are male, and total production staff is 85 percent male. Association Chief Economist Bart Watson says those numbers are surprising, considering the results of a deeper dive into his research. Beer is not exclusively loved by men. You know, women love beer, too. And so seeing how um, much that number is is male heavy, I think is a little bit surprising, you know, given, again, data we have on total female beer consumption or even female ownership. Spencer is noticing progress, but understands significant change is not going to happen overnight. That pace is not lost on Danielle Snowden, who is the head brewer at Earthbound Brewery. I think it's, you know, a slow process, but that's typically how change works. She started in the industry by hanging around the Cherokee Street Brewery until she was eventually brought on as a bartender and then worked her way up. Doing tours, washing kegs, eventually helping out on the canning line and then learning on our pilot system and then... Gradually learned the seven barrel, and yeah, now I'm the head brewer. 
Despite all that experience, sometimes Snowden, as a female, still is not taken at face value. You have to put up with some sexist stuff, but I don't really pay a lot of attention to that. But she notices a difference at beer industry events outside St. Louis. I will be there with a man and people come up and just assume that he knows about the beer more than I do. You know, that's not people being malicious. I think that's just what their mind says is like, this is what craft beer looks like. Snowden says the Pink Boots Society has been key to helping her succeed in a business that needs more diversity. The nonprofit supports women and non-binary people working in beer and other fermentation businesses. Snowden prefers not to focus on the challenges of being a female head brewer and concentrate instead on the task of perfecting the next great brew, even though sometimes all that work just doesn't pay off. I tried to homebrew a kale and cucumber beer, and it was awful. (laughs) So that one might not have worked out, but Snowden and Abby Spencer back at Third Wheel in St. Peter's keep trying for more successful suds even as the industry they enjoy tries to catch up to the times. A big thanks to Jonathan All for his editing skills on that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.